Hi and welcome to the Habits Habit Podcast. My name is Brian Conroy. This is my podcast. It's a podcast about habits, happiness and human behaviour. Hello to you. Um, So I wanted to record this podcast, which I'm uh, assured by fellow podcasters is called a solo cast. Hmm, Just me. Um, To talk about why I seem so dead set against um, New Year's resolutions generally and particularly New Year's resolutions starting on the 1st of January. So I'm not actually against New Year's resolutions per se. Um, it's just that in my experience most New Year's resolutions that people pick, myself included, going back through the mists of time, um, are bad ones. They're not, um, they're not well thought out, they're certainly not well planned and they're almost destined to fail. So the research shows that about 81% of New Year's resolutions fail. So about 50% of people make a New Year's resolution and of that 50% that do, about um, 19% manage to successfully carry out their resolution. Um, Which is, depending on how you look at it, you know, one in five. Is that good or bad? I'll leave that to you. But I think that there is a better way that you could direct your energy and that is to look towards um, your resolutions in a slightly different way. Right, so we'll get to that. But let's start with why starting a New Year's resolution on the 1st of January is a bad idea. And it's a bad idea for a couple of reasons and I'm only being slightly facetious. There is a book by Daniel Pink called When which is about the science of timing. And uh, it goes into all sorts of really interesting um, signs and statistics about um, when you should try and do things. And uh, the start of a week, the start of a month, the start of a year is, uh, is one of them. But on this particular occasion, the start of the year starts on a Friday. And uh, as I jokingly said in an email to... Um, Anyone who's signed up for the course, nothing healthy and good ever started on a Friday. It really didn't. And yours won't either, okay? Um, And it's true. I've looked at the the survey that people have filled out, and about 80% of people who have a New Year's resolution in mind um, is something to do with weight loss or exercise, right? If you're planning to lose weight, um, then the starting point um, should be as easy as possible and that means a house not stuffed with um, food and alcohol which is typically what you have on the 1st of January after you overbuy for New Year's have like we have leftover selection boxes we've bits and pieces of roses and celebrations and all sorts of things and if you have that in your house and you think that your willpower is going to be sufficient to stop you from eating it in the first week of January, you are wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, and you're bonkers. Um, and that and that is that at a very basic level, that is one reason that you shouldn't start a New Year's resolution on the first of January. The second kind of related reason is that if you are starting a resolution. Um, that has anything to do with behaviour and human behaviour, then you're really looking at whether that behaviour can be habitualised, whether it's something that you can do uh, as a habit and create into a habit, right? And 
habits thrive on uh, consistency, uh, repetition and predictability. And the first of Friday, the first of January is not like no one is in the routine. They're not in their Monday to Friday. They're not in their job. They're not doing what they would typically do. It's not a normal day. Uh, and so you're not doing things. You're not going to get up at the same time on January the 1st as you would do on Monday the 4th, for example, and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. So you're starting off in an unusual pattern of behaviour um, and that's not a good place to sow the seeds of a new habit. That's the second thing. <laughs> um, the third thing, uh, and the reason I'm slightly, again, New Year's resolutions are particularly starting on the 1st of January, is most people haven't really given any thought to you the resolution um, or planned around it, certainly. So you may have been thinking as you stuffed your face over Christmas, right, well, from the 1st of January, you know, I, th this is all done. We're not doing this anymore. So out with the old, in with the new, I'll finish doing all of this now and then come the 1st of January, I'm a new person. And that's fine. Go you. Yay. But that isn't enough um, planning and thought to succeed. It's just not. So, you know, some of the cliches and the old adages like um, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. The reason they are so well-worn and um, and the reason they're, they're cliched is because most of the time they're true. And it's the same here. The, I don't even know what number I'm on now, third or fourth reason that I'm slightly against um, resolutions generally is because they tend to be um, somewhat repetitious. So uh, again, I, I mentioned earlier of, of all the people who have completed one of the surveys that I sent around in one of these kind of pre-course emails, 80% roughly um, had to do with more exercise or losing weight. And my experience would suggest that for most people, um, this isn't the first time they've thought of or tried to lose weight or exercise more. That's that's kind of human nature and behavior. Um, and so what I would say to you, if you're thinking about starting a New Year's resolution that involves losing weight or eating more healthily on the 1st of January, is if this is something that you've tried to do before, what has changed and if the only thing that has changed is that you feel that you wanted more or you're more resolved or you have uh, you're more determined or or anything like that so anything to do with willpower motivation or inspiration if that's the only thing that's changed since the last time you failed you're going to fail again because um, all the science um, and all the evidence and all the research says that willpower, motivation, inspiration for almost everyone is not going to do it. It's not enough. Uh, it's not the right approach. And it is going to lead to the same place it did the last time. So they would say they, the, the royal they, the royal we, 
say that um, the definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. If you're trying a New Year's resolution you've tried before, if you're trying to develop a behaviour or a pattern of behaviour or uh, anything like that that you've tried before but nothing has changed, the outcome is going to be the same. Um, and that's kind of why I'm trying to convince people, look, don't, don't, you know, if, if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to keep getting more of what you've already got. And if what you've uh, done before and if what you're doing isn't working, then you need to try something else. That's, you know, that, that is, it, it is, it is an odd one because <clears throat> we try something and we fail and, you know, the, uh, I'm, I'm clashing my cliches now, but people will say, if at first you don't succeed, try, try, try again. Not really. Um, not unless something's changed, because you will fail the second and third time um, for the same reason you failed the first time. Um, because willpower, motivation and inspiration are not enough to get you over your habitual behaviour. They're not the best way of approaching any behaviour that you want to habitualise. Um and um, they're just it, it, it's just, it's just not going to work that's I mean I don't I don't really know how more elegantly to put it um, I guess finally one of the reasons that I'm um, slightly against New Year's resolutions um, in the general sense is that I don't think people think enough about their resolution so it comes back to this planning piece and um, preparing and um, putting a little bit of deep thought and a little bit of energy into deciding um, what you want and why. And so, uh, again, there is um, research um, done by scientists in uh, one of the US universities that kind of says that most people pick a resolution based on a, a sort of social peer pressure. So... Typically, it's to do with losing weight, exercising, or stopping smoking. Those are the kind of three main um, resolutions. And uh, they're all, you know, they're all good resolutions. But the underlying reason why you would want to do them, other than, well, everyone else is making a New Year's resolution, or someone might ask me what I'm doing for my New Year's resolution, or if I'm doing a New Year's resolution, or you know, uh, how is 21 going to be different from 2020? Um, it, it's just, it's a little bit hollow in terms of your uh, underlying reason for wanting to try and adopt this behaviour to start with. So, the current kind of thought about this is that if you align your values or your purpose with your goals and your habits then you're on to a winner and so I was trying to think of how best to explain this uh, earlier and so I think the idea of values or purpose is a little bit I don't know uh, esoteric is probably not the right word but it's it's a little bit airy-fairy or you know um I don't I people just struggle with it because frankly we we tend to not really think about it you know why why it's 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 a, it's a big question why am i here or what am i doing or why should i do x y or z 
uh, it's a hard question so I think we just tend to avoid it but if you uh, are looking for lasting meaningful change then you really need to try and figure at least some of that out um, uh, and then you need to align those stars so that they're working in your favour um, and so for example um, if you are so so my values are health family friends and legacy those are those are the kind of four things and one of the quick questions that can get you to um what your values are or what your purpose is or, or you know what what you value most is just to answer this question the things that are most important uh, in life are um and, and whatever answers you come up with that'll be you know pretty close uh, on a first pass to what's important to you and i suppose that's that's the key point what's important to you uh, will if you connect what you're trying to do with what's important to you then you stand a better chance of making it into a behavior that is uh, something that's habitual so if you were to take for example um the value of being healthy or uh you know sometimes your values overlap so the reason that health is important to me is because without good health i might not be able to be around for my kids or provide for my family or it's just i think if you don't have your health you've got nothing so you know if if i lose my health you know, or if i die i'm useless um unless i come back as a very helpful ghost like casper but it I think we can uh, assume I'm useless um, to my family. Well, <clears throat> I say useless. I mean, the mortgage will be paid off. That's so useful-ish. You get the idea. So for me, um, there's an overlap between uh, my uh, value of good health and my value of being a good dad, a good um, husband, son, brother, etc. So if I want to come up with a habit that um, touches off those goals then I kind of can do an exercise where I think well what behaviours um, would lead me towards that uh, value or would help towards being a healthy person so for example uh, exercising more regularly and then I can drill down to well uh, what kind of exercise can I do and it, you're looking for what BJ Fogg and Tiny Habits would call your golden behaviours which are the uh, high impact behaviours that you believe that you can get yourself to do now I will go into this in a huge amount more detail in the course that I'm doing I suppose the point that I'm trying to make to anyone who's thinking about starting a New Year's resolution is Look how much thought uh, goes into this if you're if you're really serious about it. And I guess one of the issues that I have with a lot of resolutions are there. I can't figure out what the purpose is. So <clears throat> I've nothing against try January. January, I don't. Uh, I'm not doing it, but I've nothing against it. Um, but I don't. I don't get it. I like if you were to if you were to put it through that that series of what value does it align with um 
what you know the the why why do you want to give up drink but only but only for 30 days or 100 days or whichever challenge you're doing um i i i just i i'm not sure i i get it i'm not sure i get why if if your new year's resolution is supposed to be this big new year new me or new year new you moment it's supposed to be this big undertaking of right here it is i'm now going to make a change but only for 30 days i i i I can't get the disconnect i can't i can't square the circle of what that is or why that is i for me i think if you're looking to make a change if something's important enough to do, it's like that old adage, if it's good enough to do, or if it's important enough to do, it's important enough to do it right. If, if, if you only need to do it or only want to do it for 30 days, then there's probably better resolutions or habits that you could look at. You know, you, you should, shouldn't you? I, I pose you the question. Shouldn't you be thinking in terms of lasting change um something that you can keep with you forever and so i i've been pretty vocal about saying that uh, i think everyone should make the habit of hydration if they're not already properly hydrated and they're probably not and their first habit because um okay let's let's put it like this if you were to give up alcohol for 30 days or 100 days um and then go back on it where will you be a year from now whereas if you are not properly hydrating uh, if you're not drinking between two and four liters of water a day and you started that and you made it a habit and you carried it on through to the 31st of december where will you be uh, a year from now um when you've drank over a thousand liters of water um and and yeah i i just i don't get it and what i worry uh, about and what i think is that people don't give this enough thought so i'm guessing and i could be wrong that if you're listening to this and you did have a resolution in mind you did think i'm going to give up drink for 30 days or 100 days that you may now be thinking all right why am i doing that and i've done it i've done dry january and i think um part of the reason i did it then was to prove that i could (laughs) and (laughs) um if you go down that rabbit hole there's a bigger question there um if you're concerned that you can't go 30 days without alcohol if that's if that's the reason for doing it there's a problem if you look you can say oh look i'm just going on a bit of a detox there's probably a problem um but there's also a bigger well shouldn't i don't know i think you probably get a sense of the unease about this temporary i'm just taking a break um mentality for me 
Um, I I don't know. There's 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 a whole host of reasons <laughs> that I'm that I, I that I want people to take a step back to think. Actually, do you know what? This is what rather than picking any flippant uh, goal or aim or objective uh, and saying I'm going to do this. I'm going to put a bit more thought into it like for me I think if you were to spend two weeks in deep thought about the most important things in your life uh, the most important behaviours that uh, are connected to those most important things in your your life and ways that you could improve those and then try to carry them through for the next 50 weeks it just seems so obvious to me that that would be a more beneficial way of uh, approaching this uh, issue than picking a random thing to try and do for 30 days only to go back to um, it, whatever you're giving up uh, for the next 11 months and then probably having the same resolution next year. Um, But... I suppose I'll finish on this because it's only a short episode. It's a solo cast. Uh, If you are still determined to start a New Year's resolution on the 1st of January, um, at least run it through what... It's a a principle from the Japanese uh, Kaizen... um, Kaizen? Kaizen. Kaizen, it doesn't matter. um, Philosophy. Uh, and it reportedly comes from Toyota, which is basically the five whys uh, approach, where you, you just keep asking why about your New Year's resolution um, and and just sense check it, I guess. It's, it's sense checking is what I think is worth doing. Because, don't get me wrong, if you've picked the right behaviour, um, that you think can be habitualized and that you think uh, is aligned with your goals and your purpose, um, then absolutely uh, go for it. Like if if it's more than just I really want this, if it's more than just motivation and willpower and and inspiration, and, and you've connected the other dots, crack on, um, have at it, and good luck. Um, but I guess to figure that out, just ask yourself why. So. <clears throat> I'm always, I don't know why, I'm always kind of drawn to the six-pack. Um, so, if you're, I, I've, the more, I, I've kind of never had a six-pack. <laughs> I've never even come close. But I've always kind of wanted one. But more recently, uh, and Craig David actually, bizarrely, um, I say Bo, you say, uh, more or less came out and said, you know, uh, I, I I was doing all this working out, I was doing all this stuff. Um and then I went why? And for me, when I think about getting a six pack or having a six pack, I don't know why I want it. You know, who who's that for or what is that gonna make me feel or how does that more particularly, um I think my big issue with it is how does that align with my values of health family friends and legacy and um, because i don't i for me and it's a personal thing i'm sure and you're more than welcome to tell me anyone who has a six-pack um 
if that is something that gives you confidence and um, if that is something I, I just it no longer for me having a six pack was so that people could see I had a six pack and be impressed by me in some way I, I guess mostly the ladies um, and that just doesn't it doesn't square with my current values like it's no I'm going to say I'm married with three kids and I'm 40 it's no use to me <laughs> but like it, it's not I, I am interested in having a strong core because I have now this is just to, goes to show what happens when you turn 40 I have a bad back and I have three small kids who always want to be lifted and I want to start running again so I need a strong core and so that for me is all the difference I can connect wanting a strong core and that might result in a six pack with my values and where I am in my life and what I want but and and so it's more likely that I might get a strong core and or a six pack because it is aligned with all the other things it's got nothing to do with what people think of me or how I will look um, although I'm sure there is some value in how you look making you feel and that being good for your mental health and I mean it, it is complicated but what's important is that you're at least asking yourself the questions and addressing you know changing human behaviour is hard um, if you don't have the right reason to change you're starting at a massive disadvantage and the last thing if you are cracking on with New Year's resolution on the 1st of January 2021 is um, to lower the bar um, and this is really um, the key to any successful uh, change as far as I'm concerned um, and it is sort of the basis of uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear and Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg and anything to do with marginal gains 1% improvement um, the Dale, Dave Brailsford at Sky Cycling effect it is this concept of starting small and then building on your small wins and small successes so to anyone who is planning to lose weight uh, as part of, or exercise as part of their New Year's resolution I would say that you need to lower the bar lower 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 probably lower than you feel comfortable I think that you should almost be lowering the bar to the point where you'd be embarrassed to tell people what your New Year's resolution is you can raise it again you can raise it again maybe in February and again in March and again in April whatever but the the key to success with any sort of resolution or anything really uh, is to experience uh, success and victories and small wins that are foundational that you can build on so if you were to say let's just for for the sake of extremes i'm going to lose a stone in january um like either you won't or you will achieve it in a very unhealthy way that's not sustainable and it'll all go back on in february so if you set a goal or uh, aim for something that is uh too far 
and James Clear calls it the Goldilocks zone. So it's at the edge of what you're capable of, but you can do it. So it's hard, but it's manageable. It's doable. Um, if you are there, then you you can achieve it and you can build on it. Um, if you either set an unattainable goal or you set an unsustainable goal, then like it's so predictable where you'll be six months from now or a year from now but if you go softly softly catchy monkey and you start slow and you start small then a year from now you could be in a very different place because um you'll be doing it you'll be succeeding you'll be hitting your um kpis or your uh, milestones or whatever you want to call it and because you've hit one you'll hit the next one you hit the next one so what you need to break the cycle of is something that I've struggled with my whole entire life, which is the all or nothing mentality. So for a lot of people, they will make a New Year's resolution, something like I'm going to lose weight, right? And that sounds like you're doing one thing, losing weight, but you're not. You could be, I mean, if you break it down, you could be giving up chocolate, giving up sweets, giving up soft drinks, giving up alcohol, giving up. Let's say that there could be at least between five and ten things that you are giving up, that you may be habitually eating or doing. Um, then you're trying to establish new habits of exercise, which might be, you know, to walk X amount every day, to do your 10,000 steps, to run three times a week, to go to the gym twice a week. So you're, you're one uh, resolution to lose weight could be anywhere between 10 and 20 behaviours, 10 and 20 habits that you're trying to either make or break. It is too much. It is going to get you. You are going to fail. I'm sorry to sound so negative, but you are. Um, and so what you'd be much, 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 much better doing is saying, okay, this is losing weight is something that I want to achieve in a sustainable way where I know that it's not going to be easy but I know I can succeed and I can build upon my success and I can keep going and then you break it down into tiny so it's this concept of what's the best way to eat an elephant one bite at a time and lower the bar and eat the elephant like this for example so you break everything down into really small chunks and if you were to walk just for example say you say what, what's my new year's resolution uh, i'm going to walk 15 minutes every day that's it that's all i'm going to do diet stays the same everything else stays the same whatever by the end of january you will have walked more than a marathon distance. So the average person walks about a mile in about 15 minutes. So you can imagine you're walking about a mile every day over the 30 days, that's a day, 31 days of January. Um, you'd be there, thereabouts 30 miles. You'd have walked 30 miles in a month. If you did that for 12 months, you'll have walked 360 miles. And so you can see how what they say is, you know, these things compound. So wouldn't it be better instead of saying, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week, which you're not. 
uh, saying, I'm going to walk 15 minutes a day, which you will. And at the end of the year, having walked 360 miles um, with the weight loss and the health benefits and the positive feelings that that comes with it. And that's assuming that you only stayed at 15 minutes. Of course, if you walk 15 minutes a day for the 31 days of January, you're probably going to start walking more. You're probably going to maybe start running a little bit. But you're going to keep doing it. It's sustainable. It is something that is achievable. Uh, and it is something that over the course of, like, let's just say, for again, for argument's sake, like, just just think about it in really small terms. If you walk 15 minutes a day for three years, you'll have walked a thousand miles. Like, that's bonkers. Because if I said to you, well, what's your news resolution? You say, oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk a thousand miles. You go, well, that's that's madness. Uh, but when you break it down, it's not. Um, and so that's my that's my shtick. That's my bit. Um, I hope that I was going to say I hope that you don't uh, start a New Year's resolution. That's not right. I hope that um, if you start a New Year's resolution, you're starting it at the right time for the right reason and that the resolution is something that brings you closer to your values and to your goals um, and if you don't know what your values and your goals are um, well uh, that's fine <laughs> but maybe part of your news resolution should be to become more curious about those things to try and find out what it is um, that are your values and your goals so that you can align them um, and then <laughs> And then you get down to some really interesting nitty gritty stuff about uh, goal setting and um, habits. Uh, and that's really the purpose of my course, which is to help you decide which behaviours to pick, to make habits, um, to bring you closer to your goals and uh, to help you to succeed. And that's 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 kind of it really um so uh look good luck with whatever you decide to do in 2021 uh, if you want to sign up for my course it's free for the month of january and i'll be teaching you how to um make and break habits based on science based on research based on my interviews in the habits habit podcast and based on my own personal experimentation um which has been weird uh, and interesting um, and I'll be uh, I guess sharing how uh, you can make having a cold shower a habit and something that you really weirdly oddly unexpectedly look forward to um, so yeah look um, good luck with whatever it is you're going to do please feel free to share this um, podcast with anyone you think might be interested um, with anyone who's starting a new year's resolution with anyone who's struggling with goals or motivation or purpose or direction or any of that and uh, i look forward to chatting to anyone who decides to sign up for the course in the course in the comments section um uh, and i well i don't know i'm always at a bit of a loss how to end this like thank you and good night uh, mic drop <laughs>